welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Global Milk. Global Milk! Go ahead, drink us with Pop Rocks. See if we care. Global Milk, a subsidiary of Red Pantheon Productions. Welcome, everybody, to episode 52 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. We're back after a much-deserved break. How is everybody's dystopian hell being? 52 is my favorite sexual position. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the world sucks. Everything yeah. sucks. Everything sucks. Everything. Yeah. Sucking everywhere. Um, just, just suck. Suck in the suck that sucks. Yep. To suck. <laughs> Everything is horrible. I'm sure there's a song somewhere. Um... So, uh, new new year, new changes. No, not really a year, like a fiscal year. But I don't know what you guys want to call it. We're like a second round of episodes, maybe. But a new uh, quarter. Yeah, uh, season two. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you want to fucking call it. But um, let me guys give you an update about changes that are coming to the show. Uh, response has been very positive for the dumpster fire episodes to the point where I'm going to let them be their own thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So like once a month, I'll just do a dumpster fire theater. I, I'll probably just keep it under the account creepy head banner because I don't want to go through the whole process of making another page on Podbean for right. another podcast. Um, but instead, I'll, we'll just have specials like once a month. Um, Sweet going forward and we got some stuff in the can well ideas in the can we haven't recorded shit but we'll have like an episode to just devoted to something and it'll be shorter so like an all legos episode an all gobots episode or like we'll challenge ourselves me and mike were talking like let's pick a property out of the 80s that never had a toy line and let's make that toy line just out of out of the ether so like um short circuit Oh, I'm what still else? mad we have we never got a Johnny Five, damn it. I there's gotta be some sort of licensing issue. It's gotta be. I feel like somebody would have done like a minifigure or like t shirts. I, <laughs> I, I honestly I feel like if anyone would have done a Johnny Five, it would have been Lego. See, I think NECA would have jumped all over this if it was if it was like an available license. I feel like it totally would have been one of those random one offs that we would have got. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't disagree with that. It needs to be a Technic, and it's not, and I don't know right. why. Um, yeah, I mean, they did Wally. Yeah, like... True, true. I, I, I don't get it, but, um, you know, we're going to do stuff like that, and uh, that allows us to do, like, hey, we record on a Monday, maybe Tuesday we'll come, we'll jump on, we'll record something quick, I'll edit it, and I'll just put it out the week after. Um, and that's, you know, serves a couple reasons, it gives us a break. And uh, there's not something to talk about every single week, especially with the way the economy is. Uh, news is kind of slowing down, although Comic-Con is coming up and there's a lot of toy crap that's going to be coming. It's kind of it's been a, a quiet before the storm and we already have a ton to talk about. Um, 
also i want to drop some good news you guys know about this we finally got some kids to give nerd stuff to Woo! like i thought it wasn't gonna happen and i was ready to just like sell stuff on facebook marketplace and maybe get my money back um but my friend got a hold of me and said hey are you still doing that and i said i, I never started because there was never any kids i guess some of the logistical problems, and we talked about it, I talked about it with my friend, uh, is that these foster homes don't have one kid. They have like 10. Yeah. And you can't single out one kid because then the other nine kids feel bad. And she explained that to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't have enough for 10 kids. Right. Uh, you know, so if there's a kid, yeah, a lot of these foster homes do a ton of kids um, for financial reasons or they just like to help. Um, but yeah, you can't be like, okay, you're this, you know, one kid that's got a sad story that likes robots. Here's this thing for you. Feel better. That's what we wanted to do. But then the other night kids are like, well, what about me? And you definitely don't want to do that to kids in foster care. No. But uh, she got a hold of me and said, there's these two boys. They're not related, but they're in care together. Uh, I'm not going to give names because I don't feel like that's appropriate. But uh, one boy, his parents are sort of still in the picture. And they give him money and stuff, and he's got all kinds of great stuff. But there's another younger boy that's with him in foster care where his his family is just gone. He's got nobody. He doesn't get anything special. Um, he kind of just gets the necessities, and that's it. But mm. they're both nerdy kids. They like video games. They like Fortnite. They like Star Wars, um, Minecraft, all of that. My friend got a hold of me. She's like, well, they stayed at my house for a few nights, and... They almost shit their pants when they saw my Lego collection. And they, they're just like, oh, my God. So I thought of you and they got a hold of me. So um, the one kid who gets a lot of stuff isn't going to get as much as the other kid who doesn't. Uh, so the bigger kid with the parents to kind of give him the video games and the money, he got some Transformers, a Venom T-shirt, a How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse book, Um I gave him two Final Faction figures, some Dinosaur Tax trading cards, and a Mandalorian Lego set. Nice. Uh, one of the smaller ones, it's just like a troop builder set where you get like a little vehicle and a bunch of dudes. Um, oh, I know which one that is. That's an awesome set. Yeah, because who doesn't like Lego people? Uh, the kid who doesn't get a lot, uh, I was sitting on a Lego Minecraft set. A big Lego Minecraft set, just sort of waiting for it to go somewhere. And this kid likes Minecraft, he likes Lego, he's going to get it. And it is some sort of, like, creeper invading a farm, and there's, like, scarecrows, and there's a, there's a knight. I don't know shit about Minecraft. <laughs> um, nice. He got two Final Faction figures, because Final Faction is the shit. He got uh, Batman Superman Public Enemies Volume 1 trade paperback. He got um, a Batman figure and a Joker figure from Jazzwares. He got junk bots. He got a Red Panther T-shirt that I found at Walmart that says like "awesome" or something across the bottom, and uh, I think that's it. A bunch of stuff. It all neatly fits inside of a Girl Scout cookie box. Um, the only thing I'm not sure about is like what kind of cool letter I'm going to put inside of this. Like, congratulations, you've been selected. Something. To make them feel cool. Hmm. So I'm not. I'm not sure. What do you guys think? 
should I should I go to the Red Pantheon and see if like they want to just throw their name on it and say like you're a Red Panther, here's your Dakota ring. The Count has smiled upon you, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I think I'll do that. Um, I'll show it to you guys before I put it in there. But yeah, it'll be something like, congratulations, little boy. This 300-year-old vampire wants you to have this box. Blah. Blah. <laughs> uh, time for plugs, because we forget all the time. I would like to mention Jerry's Closet. It is a thrift store type of deal in uh, the East Aurora Thrift Store. It's 11167 Big Tree Road, East Aurora, New York. 14052 it's run by our good friend sam granquist and all summer long games are buy one get one half no all games are half off so uh if you stop down on the weekend just let her know you'd like the kind of creepy special and she'll take care of you um and if you're curious just look up jerry's closet on facebook and just see all the piles and piles and piles and piles of nerd stuff she's got it's got it's so much it's so much stuff and so good it's, there is really I'm a lot of cool stuff looking at pictures now if you want vhs tapes you want comic books you want statues awesome like old paperbacks star wars figures oh my god you want that show on dvd comic books uh if you're a fan of adult reading material she's got that like creepy box in the corner <laughs> uh, she's got a lot of stuff and it's definitely worth the trip if you live in buffalo you should just go to that flea market in general on the weekend it's really cool but yeah. uh go visit sam spend some money uh another thing that i would like to plug is the it has come to this podcast which has been part of the red pantheon for a while now and i keep forgetting to mention it and it's an awesome simpsons podcast um that has been very upset that we haven't mentioned them, but uh, if you turn into this week's episode, it's pretty awesome, and Dawn isn't in it. Nope. Just letting you guys know, <laughs> uh, every week that passes that doesn't have Dawn, she just wants to hammer that in, guys. I don't think she knows who runs that podcast. She just likes being on everything and hearing the sound of her voice. Um <laughs> But if you're a Simpsons fan, it's a really, really good podcast, especially like older Simpsons. Um, oh, absolutely. Which I'm a fan of older Simpsons. Simpsons, like newer Simpsons, is funny, but it doesn't have that nostalgia uh, for me. Especially and, some of uh, like the subtle Conan O'Brien jokes that were great. They, they've they actually, uh, Corey and Brian have guested on the Boogeyman's Closet several times, uh, including our very first Halloween special. Um, and the Boogeyman's Closet has guested on uh, the So It's Come to This podcast for the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Well, there you go. If you guys didn't need any more recommendation, there you go. It's uh, it's all part of that Boogeyman's Closet universe that we live in. Woohoo! So, um, and on top of that, we've got Heretic Party is still going strong with their Ex-Apostate podcasts. You've got Raised by Rentals, Mike, with uh, you and Josh. Yep. Uh, I'm guessing your next one is a rental rant? Uh, no, actually, those are kind of on hiatus at the moment, only because we both had so much going on over the last like uh, couple of months. 
that we've been back to our just, you know, once every two weeks regular episodes. Okay. Uh, but we, we do have several plans going forward for kind of expanding the rental rant to not just be about rants, um, but to be like other stuff that doesn't quite fit in a regular episode. And they'll continue to be shorter episodes. Um, but they'll be more or less whenever we have a good idea for something, we'll we'll just put it together and throw it out there. Uh, but we still do have the every two weeks um, improv episodes. Well, you've got your Big Trouble in Little Italy episode. And before <laughs> that, you had. Uh, oh, God. Dragons. I'm trying to remember what the heck. Oh, no. Uh, shoots and uh, shoots and ladders or snakes and ladders. Right. Snakes and ladders. Yep. Um, so many iterations on that game. Yeah. Um, a game I hate playing with my daughter because when she loses, she like flips tables and sets <laughs> things on fire. Um, I'm just picturing mini Hulk rah, just flipping a table. It's you can't, you know, it's like <laughs> you play a game with a little kid and you, you kind of like help them win. Oh yeah. To the Absolutely. best of their ability. But there's some games, there's just nothing you can fucking do. You know? Yeah. When it's completely left up to chance. Well, it's like when me and Caleb were playing Hero Quest, like I was making up new rules to kind of like give him new advantages and stuff. And he was getting super into it. So I was like, fuck it, I'm having fun playing this. So. Yeah, like you can rig it so you don't win Connect Four. Exactly. Right. But like <laughs> shoots and ladders, you can't do shit. You're just like or Candyland. You know, it's like <laughs> right? it's just all a game draw. of chance. It's like, I'm sorry you drew that one that took you back to Sugar Plum Forest, but. I don't know what the fuck to do here. Unless it's like blatantly <laughs> cheating. Right. Um, so yeah, that is some of the podcast stuff that's coming up. We will be taking the last week of the month off. I don't know if there's going to be any podcast that week because I'm on vacation all week. And right. I don't think I'm going to have any time to put anything up. Um, so I'm probably just not going to do anything. We'll take that week off. Um, but I'm heading down to Pennsylvania to kind of do a tour of the amusement parks with the family. And uh, I ain't doing shit. Except for going to Hershey, Pennsylvania and eating the city made out of chocolate, apparently. <laughs> At least that's what I, I-, uh, I have been to Hershey before. Hershey Park, specifically. Yes. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Is it true? Like, you, Is it like Wonka Land? Like, can I just bite a building? Uh, you can bite certain buildings, other buildings you will be escorted out of the park for biting. Don't ask how I know. Um, <laughs> what about people that look like they're made out of chocolate? Can I just eat them? I would. Okay. I'm not sure you're allowed to, but I would anyway. So, uh, you'll probably not see this podcast after the other month because I'll get arrested for, for biting people. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> but yeah uh so that is plugs how's everybody doing eh, not too bad tired but you know what else is new oh yeah ridiculous overtired but uh but okay yeah uh, well you know that's what happens when you just adopt a cat out of the blue <laughs> yeah, exactly so josh can i ask you a question uh so it's no secret you've adopted a cat named leia are you one of those people that just like walks around outside and you're like, you hear that? And you just find kittens in a bush. <laughs> uh, we, I, I actually have found some, some, I actually have had experiences like that. Uh, there was one specifically where uh, I walked outside of the Regal that I used to work at uh, here in Texas to walk home. 
And I passed by a bush and heard tiny meows, and it was a, a tiny abandoned kitten. Which uh, yeah. one of one of my coworkers ended up taking and nursing back to health. I was gonna say you Aww. didn't take it home. Why? Uh, I I did keep it at home uh, until she finished work that day. Okay. Uh, so it did technically come home with me just to be like, uh, we need to get this someplace where it can get care like immediately. And I was like, I live across the street. I can take it. And she was like, well, I can take it long term. I have the I have the stuff to care for a kitten. That's adorable. Josh, the cat whisperer. <laughs> That's funny. That's exactly what Ruth called me yesterday. Uh, and all those pictures you were sending us of you like laugh crying, holding a cat was like the sweetest yet funniest thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> she uh, she caught me off guard. She caught me off guard. I, I didn't think there was another cat that could quite tug at my heartstrings the same way Vincent and Mew did. But, uh, but yeah, like picking, picking up a cat for the first time and having it immediately hug you, mm-hmm. like literally just put its arms around you and hug you. That's uh that's definitely a moment of like, you're coming home. You are part of this family now. <laughs> You have hugged me. We're bonded. You're coming home. The other cats will deal with it. Did you lift your shirt up and like drink from me? (laughs) (laughs) I considered it, but no, no, we were in a store. So they would have uh, probably would have not let me take her if I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, you guys want to jump in to show and tell? Uh, Yeah. But real quick, uh, real off quick. the topic of, uh, you know, cat breastfeeding, um, I just got an email from Big Bad Toy Store that my Masters of the Universe Origins Deluxe Leech is on its way. Yeah, I, I am surprised that uh, Snout Spout is not also on its way, because earlier today they were both in stock, uh, uh, in stock and ready for immediate shipping. See, I didn't I didn't pre-order Snout Spout. The only ones I pre-ordered were Mantena and Leech. Um, ah. just cause I was like, I can't miss those two. <laughs> like I, I want snout spout, but if I, if I do miss him or have to hunt him down, I'm not going to be super broken up about it. But leech it's like, no, no, that's childhood favorite. I need it. The horde I need. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'm not taking any risks with this one. Cause the horde trooper I took the risk with and he never showed up in this area. And then I ended up paying like an extra five bucks for him online. So I was like, nah, screw it. I'm not, I'm Man, not playing that game with leech. That whole fucking wave. It's somewhere. Yeah. It's going to show up on clearance. Something. Um, Cause it doesn't, I mean, it, it wouldn't be beyond Mattel to just make like a very small amount uh, oh, yeah. of, of those guys. But at the same time, I'm like, where are they? Like target and Walmart must've ordered them. But now the Mantena wave is showing up, so it's like, where did they go? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, here's hoping that around Christmas or something, they get shippers with, like, three or four waves of just missing figures. But um, we'll see. So, guys, show and tell? Sure. Uh, I'll start, because I got the wave with Mantena. And... No joke, Mantena is the best Origins figure they have made to date. God, I can't wait to get him. He is just 
amazing. He's a deluxe figure at regular figure price, first of all. Uh, his eye stalks are on a spring. So you can just fiddle with this knob in the back of his head and make his eyes bounce up and down. And it's the funnest fucking thing ever. Plus, he's got four legs. Four articulated fucking legs. And it's amazing. Like, I don't know That's what else so you damn want. cool. Uh, He-Man and Skeletor look a lot better in person than they do with pictures online. Um, especially Skeletor because the hood kind of blends into his shoulder pads better. Um, and Pighead is Pighead. He's a new character. Um, and he's like, he's 100% accurate to the old Pighead. Uh, my only complaint about him is he's got a plastic mace, which I hate because it's permanently in like a wavy position. It just looks weird. Mm. Um, but you're going to have other weapons. If you're buying Pighead, you've got a bin of stuff. So if you don't like his weird mace, you, you can find anything to give to him. And he looks perfectly fine. Um, but he also fits into that weird aesthetic that uh, Sunman has, where he's just a little off and it kind of just fits together. So um, if you find him, it's been popping up in stores that they finally cleared out their back room of He-Man stuff. That's what's coming in. Uh, and Mantena has been the hard one to find. Usually when I find He-Man stuff, He-Man Rec gets it first. But the Mantena I found had a broken crossbow, so I was like, I'll take this one. Um, <laughs> but he's just fucking ridiculous and super cool. So um, beyond that, I have been hitting up all of the crazy Target clearance sales, which have been ridiculous everywhere and completely random as to like what stores are clearancing what. Um, but I got a pink and black ninja power ranger figure on clearance because they just they're cool ninjas and they're different clearance prices Mm -hmm. so it's not like they're all seven bucks like one was 12 one was seven i got uh the fortnite pack with ollie so there is that girl with two swords and the weird flying puffer i love that set it really Um, is freaking great but she was the right price it was like 12 bucks and i was like i gotta have this yeah you can't pass that up um what else did i get i picked up just on a whim some of the retro hasbro vintage star wars figures last week Mm -hmm. uh mike i should have listened to you all along because they're awesome (laughs) they're they're just stupid fun i don't i don't get why they're so much fun but man i love them they got it right they're like exactly like empire strikes back and new hope star wars figures so I pick him up and I'm like, the Mandalorian would just fit in. Yep. Um, I got Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, and um, Nick Nolte. Oh, um, uh, the I can't remember his name. Damn. Quill. 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 Okay. Which I'm convinced if I was ever a Star Wars character, I'd probably be Quill. <laughs> um, which is like partly funny and also like. <laughs> Ah, you know, it's like yet that you realize you get to that point in your life like I'm never going to be Spider-Man. I'm this weird pig guy who wants to be left alone on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) If people really sat down and like, yeah, that's who you're going to be. I got a lot of stuff at GameStop. So GameStop used to do this in the past and they stopped kind of when like they were the stores are going south. But uh, in South, I mean, like, they were kind of closing a bunch of them. But they would do clearance sales. They do them semi-annually where they do everything in stores 50% off. And uh, it's just if it's on clearance, 
come in and it's whatever the price is marked, it's an extra 50%. And it's completely random. Like you walk into a store, you might find Funko Pops for a buck. I got a lot of gifts for Zoe. Um, but I also got a Power Rangers SPD. They have guys that are like just random commandos mm-hmm. in like Power Ranger colors. So I got a Yellow Ranger because it's just a yellow commando space guy for like seven bucks. You know, it's like, I don't need it, but I, for that price, I can't say no to it. Uh, they have all the Snake Eyes movie toys are clearanced out for half off, whatever their mark. So I got Snake Eyes finally, um, who's not a good toy, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I passed on that a couple of times. It just uh, it looked wonky to me. He's got all the articulation, but he's very boring. There's mm-hmm. nothing going on. He's got ninja weapons and they're just, they're not Snake Eyes. He's got a katana and it's just, it's tiny. And he's got these little knives. Like he's fun to play with and fiddle with, but like that's it. There's just there's nothing. He's one color. He's literally just black. And he's got like two little splashes of red on his legs. Uh, but he's just like uh, one. I don't know why these haven't been clearanced out for months already. Uh, and two, it's just like what the fuck? Like why did I buy this? I kind of like buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, if you're lucky enough, if you want to take this chance, go to your local GameStop. If what GameStop does, a lot of retail locations will do is they have stuff. If it sits on the shelf for too long and they can't sell it, they reclamate it and send it back to their warehouse or throw it away or donate it. So if your GameStop has something that should have been sent back to the warehouse to be resold in bulk and it's still in store, it'll ring up as zero cents. Uh, So I got lucky and found some things at a GameStop in the city in Rochester that had shit that was supposed to be thrown away and there was no prices on it. And I brought it up, but I was like, Hey, how much is this? And they're like, congratulations. It's free. Uh, God so damn. I was like, fuck like two free things today. That's ridiculous. That's awesome. Um, the other thing is from Mike and it's not for the radio, but, uh, <laughs> wink, wink, blow up doll. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were getting me a party sheep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you got dirty, Debbie. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty sure we all got clearance stuff these oh, last yeah. two weeks. So, uh, Mike, what'd you get? Well, I'll just start with the clearance stuff. I uh, I got Stridor finally from Origins. Oh yeah, I got that too. Oh my god, I I can't say anything that Josh didn't already say when he got it because he was the first of us to grab it, and it's just it's a perfect update. Yeah, it's so good. I was mad that I didn't get the Super Seven Stridor. And I'm not anymore because it's just flawless. It really is. Like, I it's one of those toys I keep picking up and fiddling with. I'm just like, he's so cool. <laughs> it's just a really interesting robot horse. Um, so I got that. I got um the Fortnite uh the micro ones. What the hell are they called? The are they legendary? Uh, legendary micro series. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I got the two four packs because they were clearanced. Um. They're really weird. Like, there's figures in each of them that I really like. Surprisingly, the Banana Man is one of the winners. (laughs) Like, he is just a really fun figure. Um, But yeah, they're they're just fun little mini Fortnite guys um, that are just fun to tool around with. And then I got uh, two of the Revelations uh, minis, the minifigures, the like super deformed He-Man figures. I got Fisto and Faker because they were like two bucks a pop. 
Um, and then this wasn't clearance, but I bought one of the Bandai Gundams, uh, the little three and three fourth inch action figures that they have. Yeah. For the price, I, I don't know. I'm torn because they're they're twelve ninety nine. <clears throat> they kind of like have been disappearing at my local Target, and I've been sitting on the fence about it. And I figured, what the hell? I had a gift card. I might as well grab one. I don't feel like they're a twelve ninety nine action figure, um, but they're really fun. Like I, at first, I was disappointed, and then I kept playing around with it, and I'm like, this is actually a really fun figure. It's just there's certain articulation points that feel like they should be there and are not there. Double and knees. Then, yeah, he's got double knees, but like like he doesn't have any swivel at the elbows. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like it's just that straight forward and back with the arms and. Anytime you have a sword and you can't move your arm from side to side, it feels weird to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, it's it's a fun little figure. But I feel like at that price point, it's it's a little wonky. Um, but yeah, the, it's it's <clears> definitely <throat> grown on me. The uh, the other things I, I snagged were um, I got the reaction slash from TMNT, uh, the uh, little you know five points of articulation figures. I'm loving the the reaction TMNT figures. I, I now have um, Ray Filet slash uh, Baxter Stockman, <laughs> like Krang, Mutagen Man. I, I've been picking these up here and there, and I'm just I'm falling in love with them. They're so much fun to play with. They're really stupidly well done. They really are. Like for for something that is so simplistic, they they're just a hell of a lot of fun. Um, oh, I forgot. Uh, other clearance thing I grabbed was the uh, CGI He-Man um, trap jaw motorcycle. The weird one wheel. wheelie thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got that too. I haven't opened it yet, but I wanted green trap jaw. But the vehicle, I think, is better than actually the figure. Yeah, and that's the thing. Green trap jaw, it's like, yeah, okay, he's fine. You know, the, the thing that still bothers me about that trap jaw is his shoulder pauldron is so fucking big that it doesn't make sense when you move his arm. Because it's like hitting him in the face. <laughs> it just doesn't work right. Uh, I feel like it, it, they should have shrunk that back some. But the, and he should have had a, a new weapon. Oh, absolutely. Hand. The motorcycle, though, it fits the Power Rangers Lightning Collection figures really well. And that's kind of what it's become for me. <laughs> so it's a very fun motorcycle. And uh, I got the Hasbro... Uh, Fortnite Victory Royale Condor figure, which his proportions are bizarre as hell, but my God, he's fun. Like he kind of reminds me of chaos agent in like how wonky his body is. Like he's lanky in parts and like his neck seems extremely long, but he just seems like some kind of weird, almost like a Jim Henson puppet, like something that you would have seen if they did like a sci-fi version of the dark crystal. I could totally see that because, uh, like I mentioned, I, I he looks like he has like a robot ferret face to me. Yeah, yeah, it's very much like that. It's 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 like I don't know. It's it's one of those things you would have seen come out of the '80s, and I friggin' love him. Like I can't stop tooling around with him. Um, great figure. And then the last thing I got that I'm very disappointed in and have to contact Hasbro about. I got my pre-order for the classified Croc Master. Very excited to get this guy. Open him up literally straight out of the package. His leg is hanging funky. 
And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I move his leg up and see that the pin joint is holding on by a thread. So for whatever reason, I don't know if when they popped that leg on or however it went, when they put him in the package, it was snapped. So he's got like one broken leg and it's it's not fixable because the actual peg is snapped. So I have to contact them and see if I can get a replacement. Otherwise, I'm going to have to just return it to Big Bad Toy Store. And if I can't get a replacement for it, I'll just take freaking credit because at this point I'm kind of done with with classified. It's it's pissing me off too much. Those those damn drop down hips. They're more trouble than they're worth. And it's like, I don't understand why, you know, they got it right with Fortnite. They got it right with Power Rangers. They got it right with Star Wars. But for whatever reason, one of their flagship properties, they're like, hey, let's do this really fucking dumb articulation that easily breaks. Drives me crazy. Yeah, that seems really stupid. But I will say the good stuff. Um, the figure looks amazing. The freaking alligator Fiona is awesome. And the accessories are great. So if he wasn't broken out of the package, I probably would have loved him. <laughs> well, I mean, contact them sooner than later, because, I mean, they're going to run out of customer service stock. Well, the um, main problem is I noticed their summer hours are only until noon. <laughs> how convenient. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. I work nights. So I now I'm going to have to call them on one of my days off coming up. Yeah, just have your wife put the fear of God into them. That's what I do anyways. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. <laughs> she could turn on that like angry mother charm and oh, yeah. usually gets more than you wanted. <laughs> you know? So it's like, can you oh. handle this? And then she does that like very polite womanly super threat. I can. Yeah. Spe- speaking of the wife, I completely forgot about this because it. Happened, oh, yeah. Uh, when we did um, dumpster fire theater, it happened that week. Uh, my wife and son found me <laughs> for free. A vintage Castle Grayskull, complete with the cardboard pieces that are always missing. (laughs) All of them are there. Now, it doesn't have, like, the ladder, the cannon, the uh, training dummy, the weapons rack, any of that. But the elevator still works. The trapdoor still works. The stickers for the, the, the grate and the rug over the trapdoor are all there and not peeling. It's in fantastic condition. Even the hinges that clip into place, there's like only a slight stress mark on one of them. Like it's Jesus. not, it's, it's so like, it's such good condition. They were dropping a bunch of stuff off at Goodwill. Uh, Cause we had a, we had a flea, um, our garage sale. And you know, after they were done selling, like, oh, we don't want to keep any of this stuff. So let's go donate it. So they brought it over and my wife spotted Castle Grayskull and she asked him how much for that. And they're like, um, well, I don't know. You guys donated a bunch of stuff. So here, just take it. <laughs> so she got it for free and it is now sitting proudly in my living room. <laughs> I could just like <laughs> picture the look on like your wife's face of like not breaking eye contact with them and slowly grabbing Castle Grayskull and then running as fast <laughs> as she can. <laughs> That's kind of what she did. She goes, I left before they could change their mind. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, this is freaking amazing. My son could not wait to to show me, like, because I, you know, I worked the night before. So they found this around, like, noon. And I was asleep until, like, three in the afternoon. So he was, like, vibrating and bouncing off the walls for, like, the next three hours until I got up. That's amazing. He was like, Dad, Dad, come check this out. I was like, holy crap. But, yeah, it's it's so cool. 
side, similar side note to, uh, to like, wife putting like the fear of God into people. There have absolutely been times that Ruth has point blank been like, I need to cut someone to get that toy for you. You just say the word. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, most of the time I'm just like, nah, I, mean, I mean, you don't need to cut someone. Like if I, you know me, if I see a little kid with it first and she's like, then I'll push him down and take it for you. <laughs> It's like, Jesus, okay. I'm just picturing Ruth running in and dropping an elbow on a small child. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, isn't it great to have a violent significant other? <laughs> oh, it really is. <laughs> Pretty much. There, there are times uh, you can you can absolutely keep this on here because she won't deny it if she happens to hear it. There are absolutely times when, like, she'll call me as she's, like, driving home from somewhere, and half the conversation will be things like, so yeah, I was just re getting ready to do this. What the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of my fast lane, you stupid asshole. Learn how to drive. Oh, man, you guys should <laughs> ride in the car with Teresa. It's fucking scary. <laughs> and she doesn't hold back if Zoe's in the car. So she'll be driving, and she'll just be like, I wish you were fucking dead. You know, like she'll just say insanely vile things for like a little woman like her. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ruth does the same. I don't know where it comes from. She'll yeah. like her. Some of her go-tours are like, you fucking bag of dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> you stupid twat waffle. <laughs> oh God. Like she's, it's funny, but at the same time, I'm always afraid that she's going to pick a fight with somebody, but then hide behind me. <laughs> she'll do like a scrap you do like hold me back and then it's like she'll get in a fight with another woman in a car and then it's going to be like me and the other boyfriend in the car like ah oh, crap or husband or whatever like we got a fight now i guess <laughs> you know like that. <laughs> that like grim realization that our significant others need us to kill each other <laughs> it's like <laughs> i'm terrified that that's going to happen I think one of Ruth's most most frequent comments driving is is to the effect of, if not exactly, uh, don't do it. Don't do it. You do it and I'll fucking end your soul. I swear to fucking God, don't do it. You do it and I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, and, and most of the time, like, if I'm in the car with her at that moment, I, in my head, I'm just like, they're not even trying to. <laughs> it's okay. Please don't hit me. Which is Ugh. which is why nine times out of ten, if we go out somewhere, I'm driving. See, uh, of the two of us, I'm definitely the one with the road rage between between me and Jess. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't blame that on her. <laughs> it's definitely me yelling at people, which I had to to calm down because there's there were sometimes, especially when Caleb was younger, that I would kind of forget that he could hear everything I'm saying. <laughs> and there were times I was just mother effing like, look at this stupid son of a bitch, like just flipping out. And there was one time where we were going to pull into a Wegmans, uh, Wegmans parking lot. And this person like cut into a parking spot as I was pulling in. And before I could say anything, Caleb just goes, what the fuck? And I was like, shit, <laughs> I got to stop no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Because he was like five at the time. Like, oh, man. Oh, God, that's funny. Yeah. Kids, they say the darndest things. Zoe's all about catching you swearing and then shaking you down for money. <laughs> she understands the swear jar now. And then she tries to say the things are swears that aren't. 
So she'd be like, hell's a swear. And I'm like, hell is not a swear. <laughs> I'll say hell as much as I want. And then she'd be like, well, friggin's a swear. I'm like, no, 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 it's it's right in the line, but not a swear. And I'll, uh, you, know, you guys know my made up vulgarity, like fudgy bottoms and things like that. She tries to say that that I'm being vulgar, but it's like, you don't know the half of it. Like, I have yet to say twat around you. So <laughs> hold your horses. You don't know vulgar. <laughs> you haven't learned the real kid swears. <laughs> Ass butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> Space shit monkey balls. <laughs> Um, I suppose so, I should jump in with my show and tell. Yes, yes. Josh, I forgot. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I did. I did not have a. I, I, it's okay. I don't have a ton. Um, as much as I wanted to take advantage of a lot of the, uh, a lot of clearance stuff, I've been holding out for very specific things like new Motu, uh, and I've been patiently waiting for, to for today actually Prime Day, in honor of the death of Optimus. Prime has slashed all of their prices. Uh, I was hoping that uh, an off-brand Lego set that I was looking at would be discounted, and it is. So, yeah, I've been holding off because I knew I was going to be dropping... At the time, I was like, I'm going to be dropping 100 bucks on an off-brand Lego set soon. I can't buy this. I've, yeah. uh, I was looking at some off-brand Transformers, and I was like, one, I can't believe Amazon sells it, but I guess they sell everything. Uh, in two, I was like, you know, there's no videos. It's it's literally like a third party seller with like Optimus <laughs> Prime, and like the measurements are like I don't get it. They're in some sort of weird standard I've never seen before. So it's like I'm sure that that twenty four dollar price tag is for a reason. Yeah. Uh, but but so yeah, I uh today I I don't have it yet, but I ordered uh, an off brand Lego uh, modular music shop which oh, will be cool. here within a few days like uh, instruments or like records uh a little of both actually uh That's like it has cool. it, it has a section with a rack of records in it so uh and it has a really unique design which is kind of what pulled me in it was originally 100 bucks i got it for 80 nice uh it is almost uh it is just over 3000 pieces damn uh, and it does a really, really unique thing that I, I haven't seen a lot of other uh, modular designs do, either official or off-brand, in that not only is each level modular, but it features almost like hinged dollhouse sections on each section and level. So not only can you take it apart level by level, but then you can split each section open to access all of the areas of it. Nice. And that in itself was just like, well, fuck yeah, I want that. So this is about uh, Legos. So I, I got I that. Uh, Zoe has been, she found a YouTube channel that this guy does illegal Lego builds. <laughs> so, you know, the techniques that Lego doesn't approve of because oh, yeah. sometimes they may break the bricks or whatever. But this guy makes tons of awesome stuff. Would you talk about that on a podcast? Do you think that's like intriguing discussion? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Although, although it you have to 
pick out relatively specific techniques that most people will understand and not go with like some of the crazier ones. Definitely. Uh, like one of the ones that I I love and actually have used a few times, which is an illegal building technique, is using uh, two basic like uh, four, four stud uh, plates, like the little square plate pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You use two of those to connect two bricks together back to back. Like you slide the plates in the open sections of the back. Yeah, and you can make two back-to-back bricks that will hold together incredibly well if you're bu- if there's stuff built around it. But nice. it's tech it's technically an illegal technique because you could snap the plates. Yes, uh, but it does work very well. Uh, anyway, the other other things I got were uh, a cat. <laughs> I got a cat. I got a five-month-old cat absolutely for free. Uh. And her name is Princess Leia because we were driving home and Riz was like, I don't even know what to name this one. And I was like, she's a little princess. We'll call her Leia. <laughs> uh, what, exactly. Uh, ex- exactly like that. And Ruth was just like, oh, my God, I love it. What was her name before that? Uh, it was one of those weird, like, shelter names. Uh, it was something with a number. It was like Ostance 3, and I was like, uh, yeah, that's not staying. Yeah. Um, got a cat. Uh, also got the Battlefield Warriors set from Masters of the Universe for $7.49. That's Man, awesome. That, I've seen it for $14.99. I, you $7.49 know, I, is like you buy it immediately. I, I gotta seen it. <laughs> I gotta say, if you see it for $14.99... The base and the different armor for Battle Cat alone are worth it. Uh, the base for this set is one of the nicest bases they've done. Because you can either have one solid base that, like, kind of slides and fits up against Grayskull really well. It doesn't actually connect in any way, but... Or you can split it in half. And then the sort of nubs uh, in the middle of it slide under the inside lip of gray skull really easily so it actually does add some floor either to the inside or outside of gray skull that looks pretty damn good with it um the vac metal on he-man is fantastic i've hit his chest several times and i'm not seeing any flaking nice. and you know i don't hold back with my hitting especially at this price i'm just like ah, if it flakes it flakes it was fucking eight bucks <laughs> Um, however, I've got to say, I genuinely prefer this Battle Cat armor to the standard. It has almost, I think, I think it's cast with like a pearlescent swirl in it. It really pops. But yeah, it's, it's almost like a shiny metallic red as opposed to the very flat red that the, uh, the standard release has. And man, it looks fucking great. Uh, and those little dragon things that it comes with, they're, I guess, hands or front claws and rear claws are designed very, very specifically with, like, little notches in them. So they can be attached to pretty much any section of Gray Skull you want to. Like, you can put them on the edge of one of the towers and the feet just sort of clip around the little lip perfectly. 
Um, you can do them peeking out of the windows and they clip around the edge perfectly. Uh, I'm, I'm really impressed at how well designed that little thing is. Nice. And uh, don't forget the awesome windswept He-Man head. Oh, yes. But that did end up coming with something else at some point. What was it? Oh, uh, Flying Fist He-Man. Yes. It's a great head. Yeah, it really is. But, uh, but yeah, no, that it's, it really is a genuinely fantastic set. Uh, I have two complaints with it. Neither one truly affect me in any way, shape or form. First complaint is it should not have been $50. No. If this were even $40, this would have been the perfect entryway for a lot of people into the line at 50. It's cost prohibitive and doesn't give you enough stuff. Uh, but no, it's it's an awesome set. And the other thing that really kind of irks me is they could have done a really, really awesome, like, in-box display with He-Man riding Battle Cat on top of the floor display piece and reduced the packaging by at least 50%. The packaging is so ridiculously huge and oversized and eats up so much shelf space. I don't say this often but shame on you mattel that was terrible planning i say the same for uh the deluxe masterverse figures i think the packaging is ridiculously huge in a way it doesn't need to be takes up way too much shelf space and uh could have been designed in a way that actually displays the figure looking like it's in action and would have looked a thousand times better yeah they could reduce that footprint because these are all a target they could make those smaller and make more room for the Origins figures that sell steadier than the big deluxe Revelations figures, and it's just poor planning on their half. Uh, you don't need all of that window box to showcase like extra hands and things like that. You need to showcase the character that you're going to buy. Um, very poor planning, but they're still doing great. So, I mean, I shouldn't complain too much. It's just good uh, to have Masters Universe out there at all. Yeah, it really is. And the last thing I got this week was, uh, or these two weeks was something that I haven't opened yet, but, uh, so I'll mention it, but I'll talk about it more next week when I actually open it. I got one of the Fortnite squad mode sets at, uh, Ross for 15 bucks. It's the dark squad set. I think I don't see any official name on this box, uh, but it has the dark red knight. Dark Wildcard, Dark Jonesy, and Glow Raptor, who doesn't actually glow, so it annoys me that it says glow on her. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it, uh, for 15 bucks, a four pack of the three and three fourth inch figures, I wasn't saying no, especially considering they all look pretty damn cool. Yeah. Fortnite. We love Fortnite. Uh, I'm hoping after these uh, Target clearance sales, Mancake makes it to retail. Um, Because if I can get it at Target, I got a chance of getting it with a coupon to kind of make it a little more palatable because I don't want the extras. I just want Mancake. I don't care about his cannon. Man, Um, I was was really hoping there would have been more Prime Day deals for the new Fortnite stuff, but no such luck. Nothing. Uh, If you go to GameStop, Lynx is on clearance. Um, and then like oddball, random, uh, jazz wears three and three quarter guys. If you find them, um, I have not seen any of the Hasbro stuff though. 
This morning, uh, Meowsel's, uh, the Meowsel set was on sale for 20 bucks uh, for Prime Day. That's actually, I ended up snagging them um, with my, my Bezos bucks. So, some That's one I want for the accessories, not for the figure. I love his knives. I think they're super cool. That's the thing. After Josh showed me what he looks like with, um, I think it's Midas. What, what was the, the gold guy? Was it Midas? Yeah. Yeah, with his helmet head on. He reminds me a lot of that. Um, oh God, what was his name? The the one Cobra, uh, Cobra Enforcer guy that they added in the Rise of Cobra line was it Adder Black Adder or something like that? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reminds me of him, whereas like the big like muscle bound dude with the the freaking cool helmet on. I was like, yeah, if I can remove his tail and his head and just put the helmet head on him, I'm like, that's a cool figure. See, it just makes me think of the humongous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, that that gigantic body, yeah, it works. Just walk away. <laughs> Just walk you know, away. I always tell this story, and it it makes me laugh. It's also very cruel and bullying of me. But I, I had a a friend who had an ex girlfriend that we jokingly named Lord Humongous. Um, she looks nothing like Lord Humongous. It it just cracked us up to give her the Lord Humongous voice. Every and, once in a while, did someone chime in with like a "you just, you just right"? Yeah, we like, we would just quote uh, roadware around her all the time, and she wouldn't get it, and that's what made it funny. So we'd see her and be like, "Hey, Guzzoline," and she'd be like, "What? Huh?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it just cracked us up. Um, well, we have the road warrior. <laughs> she claimed to be like this huge nerd. And kind of like she would know everything about horror movies and things like that. But she was kind of just like self-appropriating the culture. And we'd always call her out on stuff. And we'd just drive her nuts. Where <laughs> she would say like, oh, I love Jason in the first Friday the 13th. And we'd be like, excuse me? You mean the little boy in the lake? What, what, what are you talking about? And she'd be like, uh... You know, and she'd say like, I love Dr. Loomis and Nightmare on Elm Street. And we'd be like, what? What was that? So, like, she really wanted to, like, be a know-it-all and just get the details wrong. Right. Like, just because you go to FYE and buy the T-shirt doesn't mean you're part of the club yet. (laughs) You know, like... Aw, man, do I have to take this Jaws T-shirt back now? (laughs) Like, it's not hard to be a horror fan. We're, like, a very welcoming community. Right. Just don't be a know-it-all and get it wrong. Well, that's Man, the thing. It's it's not so much the, you know, hey, you can't sit with us as much as it's the, you know, I'm going to tell you what you don't know about horror. And then they have it all wrong. It's like, what? no, why? Why are you coming at me like that? Yeah, like we we totally want to recommend stuff. I got this shirt because I love the way Freddie chases Nancy around a beachside town in Jaws. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did I send you guys that? I, I don't know if I sent you guys this. I I send random TikToks to everybody. Um, there was the one where the guy was walking around, like asking people to name songs of the bands that they were wearing t-shirts from. And everyone was basically like, screw you. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was guilty of it. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. A cool t-shirt is a cool t-shirt, but it was also funny the, how like angry these people. Got. I had uh, a grateful dead t-shirt that I wore everywhere as a teenager because it looked cool. Right. I hated the Grateful Dead's music. 
Well, and that's the thing. A cool T-shirt is a cool T-shirt. There's no gatekeeping with T-shirts. Yeah. But the, the part that made me laugh was like a guy was wearing a Led Zeppelin T-shirt. And he's like, hey, can you name three Led Zeppelin songs? And he was like, uh, no. And he just got like angry with the guy. See you, boy. Yeah. So I was like, all right. See, I want I want a nice Jaws shirt with Jaws wearing a Michael Myers mask that says Bruce Myers on it. That's the shirt I want. Yeah, but that's a specific reference. That's awesome. And, yeah. and, we, and we could totally make that happen. Yeah, we, we totally <laughs> should make that happen. Because, I mean, I could gladly draw that and we could have that put on shirts. We do. We do have a heat press. I mean, yeah, just with our, our the materials we have between the two of us and Ruth, that's like, yeah, we could totally make T-shirts of that. You know, it's a, a perfect example of this. And I'm not going to fight or like fall people about this, but you ever seen the people that have the homemade airbrushed Chucky T-shirts? No. So they're really big around Rochester. It's like, I like Chucky. I can't afford a real Chucky T-shirt. So they have like, you go to like the ghetto flea market and it's like, it's literally like uh, those people with the bumper stickers or the Calvin and Hobbes pissing on something I don't like. So it's like, I'm going to pee mm. on George on Biden. Yeah. But it's like Chucky. And it's just sort of made up. It's like the Looney Tunes t-shirts from the 90s where they're all like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember these out. well. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that, but with Chucky. And it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you've probably seen all the movies. So, uh, you know, it's like. <laughs> See, it's like that. I, I encounter the, the the types of people that, that I'm, I'm trying to talk about at conventions all the time. Oh, yeah, where okay. it's like they'll come up to me and like point out something that I've drawn and then try to give me a history lesson on whatever property it's from. And they have like 90 percent of it wrong. And I'm just sitting there smiling like, why are you still talking to me? Because <laughs> like, you're not buying anything. You're just basically trying to school me. You know, speaking of those ridiculous shirts from the 90s that were always like unauthorized knockoffs, mm -hmm. my mom had, had a shirt from the 90s that uh, my my brother had gotten her. And it wasn't until like 20 years after the fact that I looked at the shirt and realized it wasn't a Farfig Newton shirt. I don't know if you guys remember those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but it it had a picture very similar to the Farfig Nugan logo of what looked like a drunk woman dancing. Uh, and it instead actually said fucking grooving. <laughs> and it, it was totally, totally a moment years after the fact where I stopped my mom and I was like, hold 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 on. What does your shirt say? She was like, brother got me this shirt when we made that trip to dc in the 90s i was like yeah that it says what <laughs> okay um so guys hear me out i i've kind of turned to some illicit means to make money for the podcast uh, the Podbean subscription came up. It was an auto renew and I got to find $120 somewhere. Right. So I try to keep our sponsors and our commercials family friendly, even though we've got like dick demons and farts in a jar. There's some places I haven't wanted to go, but, uh, you know, like every town you could still get like the penny saver. 
Oh yeah. Those kind of papers. If you look in the back, they still have one nine hundred numbers. They have like Miss Cleo's psychic pets, things like that. So I signed this up for one nine hundred Foxy Mama. Hold hold on a second. Let's take a step back. Miss Cleo's psychic pets is a sexy line. All right. <laughs> I'll come back I, to that. I gotta call that. Don't lose that thought. So here's the deal. You call one nine hundred Foxy Mama. You speak to Western New York, Western New York's hottest single women. And they'll tell you about their day. They'll tell you what they're wearing, what they're doing. Uh, you could talk to great people like Madge, for example, who is just dying to tell you about her day and her grandkids. And maybe get a little saucy. So sit back, listen to that commercial, and we'll be right back. Western New York's sexiest ladies want to tell you about their day. That's right. Dial one foxy mama to speak to single ladies near you. That's one foxy mama one foxy mama to speak to a hot woman near you today. You won't be disappointed. Speak to sexy single ladies like Madge. She's waiting to talk to you. Oh, hello. Hello. Is is this my grandson? Hello. Hello. Look, can you speak up? You want to put your penis where? That's not what my grandson would say to me. I watched Overbreak, the WNUF Halloween special on Shudder. Mike, you said you watched it, right? The, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched that uh, last Halloween. So the bulk of WNUF is fake commercials interspliced with, like, a very thin horror story with, like, News reporters going into a haunted house and like, oh, crazy shit happens. And then I was like, man, there's got to be on YouTube, like the classic commercials that they're spoofing that I loved as a kid. Or like mm. the Freddy hotline, all the crazy shit. So I looked some of them up and there's this collection of them. And there's this guy who keeps reappearing in some of these commercials. I can't tell if it's fake or not, but he looks like the brother from Napoleon Dynamite. And it's like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Jim Henderson's psychic hotline. And one of the things that he had was, who is your pet in a past life? And it's the funniest fucking thing, because it's like, look at that dog over there. Is he Napoleon Bonaparte? Oh, look, it's Joan of Arc. It's so stupid, but it's hilarious. And it's like, oh, my God, I used to call these all the time as a kid and get in trouble because they would just bill your house. For dialing a one eight hundred, like a one nine hundred number, but I call it like they have to speak to a live zombie, which is like <laughs> for five bucks a minute, some sucker is gonna keep a kid on a telephone for like twenty minutes, just groaning like a zombie. <laughs> I think I think Tina Belcher would call that line. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I got that idea, and then I looked up, and lo and behold, there's still one nine hundred numbers. Um, and you'll be surprised who works there. So uh, that'll be our, our fun commercial for the week. Are you guys ready for the massive dump of news? Oh, yeah. It's just so, so much. I'm going to start with new dropping news. Uh, 
McFarland stuff. I'm going to start talking about him again because you can't not talk about McFarland. They are showing off new pictures of a new Joker and a new Scarecrow from Arkham City. This looks like an update of the previous Joker, but his mouth is bleeding because, you know, like he's got that, like, the venom cough going on through the whole game. He comes with a oversized knife and a katana. Don't know why. I think it's like Ra's al Ghul's sword. He never uses it in the game. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I would have given him Kleenex or something. He doesn't have guns even in the game, but they like they feel like they got to give him something. Um, and then Scarecrow is an update of that Amber Scarecrow with like the proper paint. Oh, I don't know wait. if you can hear this. This is, is Leia. I was going to say, she joined the podcast. She's a noisy girl when she wants to be. She want food? I, I actually was just bringing her food to her because she's on. Okay. Being a kitten, she has a slightly different food schedule than the rest of the cast. She sounds adorable. <laughs> she um, says, thank you. <laughs> there's a red hood coming out that doesn't come with guns. He comes with fist blast effects. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, to go with the finger guns. Yeah. Um, Super 7 has a new Brain Dead Studios collab with the Toxic Avenger. It's another glow-in-the-dark Toxic Avenger figure. And the card back is the shape of a head. Uh, I'm going to get this because I have all the other reaction Toxic Avengers. But I'm going to wait for the uh, San Diego Comic-Con sale and throw that in there because I don't feel like paying like $15 shipping for one figure. Um, another thing that dropped today are more Super 7 Comic-Con exclusives. Their exclusives have been ridiculous. Like I, I forgot how cool their exclusives are. But there is a great Cornholio that comes in a giant roll of toilet paper. And... <laughs> Diamond clear SpongeBob and Patrick on a broken heart card. So they're like, it's a best friends you put them together uh, for SpongeBob and Patrick for the reaction figures. Uh, there is a, an exclusive Power Rangers in space Silver Ranger figure that is going to be on Hasbro Pulse. Uh, New 52 McFarland, they're making a Barbarian Superman in Static Shock. Mattel uh, kind of setting the bar for exclusives at Comic Con is doing a Zeus and Rip from No Holds Bar. So that's Hulk Hogan and Tiny Lister, who most people know from Friday, uh, in a giant VHS tape. Uh, so say what you want about Hulk Hogan, but and Tiny Lister isn't uh, a peach either, um, but the packaging is ridiculously cool. It really is awesome. Yeah, uh, that one looks awesome. Uh, I speak- like... Oh, Speaking yeah. of Mattel exclusives, I'm going to send you guys pictures of what is uh, expected to be tomorrow's announcement. Uh, a couple okay. of couple of leaked pics hit. It's kind of kind of interesting. Uh, it's an exclusive Mattel Mega Construct set uh, where the packaging is part of the build. You open up the packaging to reveal a section of gray skull, and you flip a little knob, and it turns from Adam to He-Man. Is that the cell shaded? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, there was pictures. And I was like, where is this coming out? That's where it's coming out. And that is super cool. That's awesome. Perfect That's, for Comic-Con. That is the perfect way. 
perfect way to do an exclusive because it's awesome, but it's not necessary if like you're just trying to get the regular line. I agree. Um, we'll get to the other stuff that Mattel has dropped. As I go through the news, Target is doing their summer clearance sale to kind of make way for their fall toy offerings. And everything is on sale or clearanced out, depending on what stores you're at. McFarland stuff. Um, the only things that really aren't super clearanced are Hasbro items, because Hasbro has their head up their ass. You can find some of the Thor Love and Thunder figures that suck. Uh, are super clearanced out in some Power Rangers, but like Transformers really aren't marked down. G.I. Joe's not really marked down. And only a little bit of Star Wars. It's like plush. Um, but like Fortnite's clearanced out. Masters Universe has a ton of stuff that's clearanced out. Uh, if you're looking for like LOL surprise, things like that, just walk around and it's like 50 to 75% off at most stores. Uh, also a ton of McFarlane. If you're at the right store, you get pretty lucky. Uh, Playmates is doing a Ninja Turtles Stranger Things mashup for reasons yet to be explained. I'm still trying uh, to figure out. Yeah. Now, so you, know, you get classic turtles, which look kind of cool, but not the best. And you get Hopper and Eleven. Season two Hopper. Um, or three, maybe? Caesar, yeah, season, uh, season, I think it's season three. It, not that it matters, because I don't think of Ninja Turtles when I think of David Harbour. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You know, I think the thing that really is the biggest shame about these is if they released those turtles single-carded, they'd sell. Yeah. Because they look pretty nice. And if they released those Stranger Things figures on their own, they'd probably sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, honestly, of all of the Stranger Things toys that have been released so far, those might be the best, most toyetic-looking basic action figures of the characters. Right. But I'm not going to buy a fucking $40 two-pack to get Hopper that doesn't even come with Hopper's accessories proper. Like, why does he come with Steve Harrington's bat? (laughs) <laughs> like, like what? I, I don't when i watch stranger things i don't think i need these people as action figures right the monsters maybe but i don't think like i need barb as an action yeah, figure. you know what i mean i that that move from mcfarland still baffles me it's like let's not even complete the main cast but com- let let's release barb in the middle of that it's just fucking weird so those are coming out and they're going to sell like hotcakes like the cobra kai ninja turtle mashups did um god those were equally weird i highly recommend you wait for clearance and get some classic ninja turtles that are nice and articulated uh it's leonardo Raphael, michelangelo and donatello are forthcoming um mcfarland is remaking superpowers figures oh yeah sorry and, and just to continue on my my mini rant about that and the next pairings make no sense either, because it's supposed to be um, Mikey and Lucas and Donnie and Dustin. Yeah. Let's not do all the kids. Let's just random. I don't get it. I really, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not buying them. 
the the only way they're they're gonna suck me sucker me in for any of those sets at all is if they do something really awesome like Craig and Vecna. Yeah. 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 Then I'm all over it. I'd buy a nice Vecna figure. Um, but I still think that the Bandai Fright features are the way to go. If you need Stranger Things figures, get those. Um, so, as I said, McFarlane is making superpowers stuff. Uh, and to McFarlane's credit, these look really good. I've watched videos. People say the quality is there. There's nothing special about the superpowers style. Uh, it's just head, shoulders, hips, and knees. And that's like McFarlane, less articulation, the better for them. There's Batman, there's a Superman, and there's a dark side. And there's two vehicles. They're in scale, more or less, to the old vintage superpowers. And they've leaked. I'll believe it when I see it because there's a lot of leaks from McFarlane stuff that don't turn out to be true. But um, more like, you know, another Flash characters you have already, but they're going to do the Batman who laughs, which I'd like to see in that style. Um, mm-hmm. And as a person who has a pretty nice superpowers collection, I'll buy these. And they're like 10 bucks, um, which is that like sweet price point of like, you may hate a guy like McFarlane for being like an asshole that runs his mouth, but for $10, it's I'm hard pressed not to, you know? And you know what? I'm just going to say it. If he doesn't do a vac metal cyborg, he's stupid. Yeah. I, if he would redo that, I would be so happy because that is the hardest superpower trigger to buy in nice condition at a good price. You're looking at an upwards of $5,000 for a proper cyborg. Um, I've never had them and I'd love to. It's Come on, McFarlane. Things. Yeah, just I'll buy a reproduction, man. I'll take it. Just like if I ever completed a vintage uh, Kenner Star Wars set, I will buy reproduction figures because I, I, there's no way I can afford a yak face. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just, in my mind, it's good enough. Uh, Playmates doing what I think is the right thing to do with Turtles. There are two new vintage Turtle sets. There are Super Michelangelo, Super Donatello, and Mighty Bebop, Mighty Rocksteady as a set which is kind of like a way to get these old figures out again. And then there's a set with Slash, Mutagen Man, uh, the Alligator. Uh, Leatherhead and Foot Soldier. Leatherhead and Foot Soldier. Isn't it Wingnut and Screwloose? Yeah, Wingnut and Screwloose. It's nice. It's a nice set. I think they should just put these out individually at retail, in my opinion, at a little bit cheaper price point than the Walmart ones were, where they just keep re-releasing the original Turtles over and over again. Yeah. I, I feel like people would buy them. Um, there is a big, bad Toy Store exclusive Long Box Heroes set, uh, again, in that superpower style. So I guess, like, the big thing now is to go back to a, rent, a vintage play style of a figure and make new toys that way. So these are indie comic book characters like the Goon, the Rocketeer, Grendel, uh, Hackslash, Mr. Monster, in that superpower style. And they look really awesome. The price is a little high, but not too bad. How much are they? I haven't looked into it. Let's look right now. I feel like they're 30 apiece. Oof. Yeah, it's like right on the line where it's like, I, I don't know if I want to spend that money. 
But yeah. at the same time, it's like they're really cool. The other problem is that they're not coming out until like late next year. So let me look up. It wouldn't be an episode of Count Creepyhead without me slowly looking <laughs> things up on the internet. Do, 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 do. Oh, wait. I'm not even on Big Bad Toy Store. That's why I'm looking at them right now. Uh, look like they're about 25 bucks. I'll and... give you a rundown of all the characters. I mean, because there's some there's some characters in here I would I would like figures of, but even at twenty five bucks, like that's yeah, that's, that's a, a bit much. Steep. But like that's... the goon is like the one I saw and I was like, ooh, I really want that. So you get Hackslash, Madman, Mister Monster, the Goon, the Tick, Grendel, uh, the Rocketeer and two villains from Rocketeer. I've never read the comic book, but there's like an evil Rocketeer and then a Nazi. Um, they're all pretty damn cool. I mean, like they're they got like the heavy hitters, uh, in my opinion. The only thing is that some of them don't come with accessories, but like I don't think the Tick needs anything other than maybe like, is it comic book Tick or is it cartoon Tick? You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. it gets a little fishy, but like just plain old Tick. It's pretty cool. 25 bucks. That's the catch. Doesn't come out until next August. So it's a full year from now. Um, if I get anything, I'll get the goon. Yeah. I mean, if these were like 15 bucks, I would definitely get at, at the very least the goon, the tick and madman. Yeah, I, I think it's because they're such a small run. Yeah, but um, I could be wrong. Have you ever read hack slash? Oh, yeah. 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 Is, is it really good? It, yeah, no, it's it was one of those books that I kept missing because it, it seemed like it was never ordered in in enough to enough to actually go on the shelf. It seemed like it was only ordered for people who like had it in their pull bin and I was kind of late to the game. Um, so I only got my hands on a couple of them. And I know I borrowed some from Strasburg back in the day um, and they're they're good. They're definitely good reads. Like I, I would, uh, I would not mind getting a collected edition of those books. I, um, it's always bothered me that she's so slutty looking. Like, yeah, is there a I reason mean, for it in the comic book, or is that just like wish boy or wish, you know, like fanboy wish fulfillment? I mean, early two thousands, hot goth girlfriend type thing. Okay, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I thought. That's yeah, it, that was just that aesthetic at the time. Uh, to continue with the news, Super 7 has shown off the Turtles in Glow-in-the-Dark. So if you're a fan of Glow-in-the-Dark, and that's the theme this month with Super 7 is Glow-in-the-Dark, um, all four Turtles are coming back out, and they come with their little cans of mutagen packing Turtles. Uh, it's something new to them, but I think it's just a Glow-in-the-Dark version of the Turtle that comes with Splinter. Um, there is a Mattel creation Snake Mountain that's also going to be released at retail we were talking about this earlier on the show. We we're kind of guessing what the price was. It's three hundred and thirty bucks. Which uh, now, be, get, gotta gotta be specific here because it's so fucking weird. Three twenty six Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a very odd number. It's cool, and for what you're getting, I think it's a fair price. I I agree, but even even owning Castle Grayskull. Uh, Oh, by the way, I don't think you specified it's the Mega Constructs. Right, Mega Constructs. Uh, Sorry. Snake Mountain. Um, the uh, I have the Mega Constructs Castle Grayskull. It's amazing, but I also got it for like 
70 bucks on super clearance at a think geek store yeah yeah so i don't feel like i can pay 320 dollars for 321 dollars for a mega construct snake mountain especially if it's being released at regular retail later because you know there's going to be an amazon deal for it yeah yeah. i'm just going to sit on my hands and wait uh i I don't actually don't i'm not going to get it because i didn't get castle grayskull that see that's kind of where i am as much as i like it um i think i kind of wanted castle grayskull more but it was it was a space issue there was like there was nowhere that i had that i could complete it and then set it up on display uh where it wouldn't just be eating up too much space and now with with snake mountain it's like well i don't have grayskull so i'm not going to get snake mountain um the closest i came to getting grayskull is i want to say it was either last christmas or the christmas before Amazon had it up for 124 bucks and I almost pulled the trigger on it. Cause I, of course I always have Bezos bucks in my back pocket. Um, but I was like, again, no space. Like I, and, and I also was like, I'd rather have the origins Grayskull, So, which I did get. Yeah. And no time. Yeah. I don't yeah. have the five days it would take to build the damn thing. So that, it just sit around. That's the other thing. Like, uh, I used Listen, to have more time. <laughs> I'm a freaking speed builder pretty much when it comes to these sets. And that still took me like four days. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't have the time. <laughs> I barely have the time to devote to the video games I want to play. Yeah. Um, speaking of video games, they're making a RoboCop video game. I heard that- I got excited when they announced that Peter Weller's coming back as the voice of RoboCop because he's not adverse to voicing RoboCop. He just doesn't want to put the costume on. But it's first person. Which yeah, makes but... me so sad. Oh, wait, you don't like first person games, do you? No. Oh, I was okay. hoping it would be third person, like uh, Resident Evil style. Yeah. So you could see RoboCop moving around. Mm-hmm. And they could give you new skins and things like that. It makes sense in the, the course of robocop because they give him like the tv screen style vision in the game it makes sense but it's just like uh i'm not gonna play it no oh, I'm, I'm gonna be all over it <laughs> yeah i'm i'm intrigued i don't care for first person so much but certain games i can deal with it for see i'm totally cool with first person as long as i can play it with a keyboard and mouse um if you put me put a controller in my hand and ask me to play first person i'm terrible but you give me keyboard and mouse, and I'm really, really freaking good at it. So it was like the, when I played Doom 2015, I first got it on my PlayStation, and I was getting killed left and right. I finally got it on a Steam sale for like five bucks, and I rocked the entire game in like a night. <laughs> so it's, I'm just, that, that control scheme works for me. <laughs> I, you know, I never learned. So it's like, I just, I can't do it. Uh, to continue with the news, Scream Factory is continuing to make exclusive NECA product. This one is Stevie Wayne from The Fog, also known as Adrian Barbo. There's no pictures up. Adrian Barbo, but <laughs> you beat me to it. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think of this? You can buy the figure <clears throat> on its own. But it's like, I don't think I want this. I think I want to buy it and put the head on a robot's body. I mean, that would be pretty awesome. I kind of want to buy it and like have Swamp Thing holder. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. 
I mean, the only one of these NECA ones that I got was the uh, the Night of the Demons one with Angela, um, which was I still like it. Like the Angela figure is really great. But uh, yeah, I missed out on all the other ones. And I would have probably got Night of the Creeps just because it's one of my favorite 80s horror movies. But I missed it. So I was like, meh, I have the. So like (laughs) you look at their catalog and stuff they're putting out. Right. So there's a steelbook 4K crazy edition of the fog. And they're also doing the exact same thing for the fun house. Mm -hmm. In my mind, if you have to make a figure from one of those two movies, you make the fun house monster. Right. And that lends itself to the mega body because it's like new hands and like uh, a new head. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you do that instead of Adrian Barbeau? And you know she's not going to have her boobs out. So, like, <laughs> the appeal of Adrian Barbeau, other than being a great actress, that's what everybody thinks of, is Adrian Barboob. Uh, was it, is it Randy Falk? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. From, he clearly has a crush on Adrian Barbeau. Yeah. Um, they are Trick or Treat Studios, Tarman figure. Images have dropped, and it looks really damn cool. Mike, you pull the trigger yet? I haven't yet. I actually talked about it with my wife. I'm like, I really want to do it. And she's like, well, I mean, I spent some money on some uh, some high end gem dolls. So, you know, it's only fair. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know if I can. I can't justify the money. But God, it's such a cool figure. You know, Super 7 just showed off retro packaging gem reaction figures. I know she we, we were talking about that because I got super excited about the uh, Shogun Godzilla and um, the Ultimates Godzilla that's coming out. And then she was super excited about the upcoming gem figures Did they already show what they look like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they great. They didn't drop pictures like wide, but they have the videos that they're putting out and they're in there. So there's a video that's got the gem pictures and uh, the Thundercats exclusive, which I haven't mentioned yet, which is. Color changing frozen lion-o and then glow dark my pet monster and the, the two retro gem figures. So it's like gem and one of the misfits. Nice. Uh, they look pretty cool. And if you're gonna get retro Shogun Godzilla, add on to that because of the shipping. You know what I mean? Right. Um Trick or Treat Tarman. The thing about Tarman is there's an accessory set that comes with the barrel, the split dog. Uh, it's sort of like a secret add-on that's going to cash, you know, add to the money you're spending on it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what's stopping me from doing it. Um, NECA is doing Remco-inspired glow-in-the-dark monsters at a $19.99 price point. So the three of them are $60. You get glow-in-the-dark Frankenstein, glow-in-the-dark mummy, glow-in-the-dark wolfman. On the retro style black and white carding that the old Remco figures had. And it looks awesome. Um, I'm going to get them. And I'm not going to open them. Because I love that like black and white newspaper card back. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It looks I've always thought great. that's the coolest damn thing in the world. Um, the only thing that I will open is the inevitable creature from a black lagoon. Uh, yeah. If and when they get to it. I have to buy a second one and open it up because who doesn't love glowing our creature from the black lagoon? Yep. Um, Hasbro's bringing back starting lineup on Marvel legends bodies. And Josh brought up a good point. Why wouldn't you want to buy that and put Warner Herzog's body on all of them? Um, <laughs> which is an excellent point. NECA has showed off more pictures of their invisible man figure. It looks really cool. Uh, also splinter van Helsing, which is a surprise drop into the Ninja turtles. And, 
again, really creative with that Ninja Turtle space. I hope they keep making characters like they have Shredder, Casey Jones. Um, I hope there's more coming if they haven't showed off. Um, there is a Mirage Krang coming out. Josh, what do you think? I'm going to need it. It looks awesome. The only thing I'm a little worried about is the Krang looks a little rough. Uh, a lot of flat paint on that that looks like it could scratch very easily. Um, Simpsons Wave 3. Wave 1 hasn't come out yet. Of the Super 7 Ultimates has Kang, Kodos, Ralph, and Mr. Burns. Uh, plus uh, Kang, Kodos, Maggie is an accessory for one of them. Uh, if you're into the Simpsons, I think these are cool. I, I never jumped on them. Uh, there's an old Dirty Bastard reaction figure that's already out that is based on one of his albums. It looks super cool. It's like his old Dirty Bastard on his like lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the card back is like of his teeth. It's just super cool. Uh, there are San Diego Comic-Con, Glow in the Dark, the worst figures that, again, have that Remco-inspired card back. And it's awesome. I know I know you said San Diego Comic-Con, but for some reason my brain mushed it together to San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, or as <laughs> the kids like to say, SDCC. Uh, but you San get X1, Diego. X1, X2, the Vampire Bat, and King Hell, all with that black and white card back. They look super awesome. Also, a boxed creature from the Black Lagoon that's like that vintage-style creature with a derpy face. Um, one creature that I don't like, uh, unfortunately, so I haven't got it. And I don't like it when they're boxed because they don't display well. Uh, there are aliens, fire team elite figures that have already hit retail, but they showed off series two. So series one is just versions of the dog alien. So I guess in this game, there's lots of running aliens. It's like a, a run and gun type of game series two. It's the same kind of thing, but they have glowing ooze pockets on them. Eh. You know, take it for what it's worth. There are tons of Obi-Wan figures from the Obi-Wan TV show that are already hitting retail. People are finding the vintage collection stuff already. Uh, And apparently, like, the Black Series is on the way. Uh, Josh, you mentioned the smaller Castle Grayskull set. The Hiss Tank was an item that was revealed a week ago as a Hasbro Pulse Haslabs kickstarter campaign and it hit its mark in like six hours yep ridiculously fast and it hit all its benchmarks ridiculously fast it's like record setting everything so you get the hiss tank you get an additional driver in a color of your choosing you get the regular driver and the standard hiss tank driver colors you get a female gunner that goes on the hiss tank you get add-on missiles, and you get classic Cobra Commander with the Mickey Mouse error error, era uh, Cobra Commander logo. This is the Cobra Commander that everybody's been wanting from the start, but a lot of people have kind of calmed down because it's pretty obvious that they're going to re-release that Cobra Commander down the road uh, with, like, a different paint app. It also comes with a ton of extra accessories, so you may not get, like, a globe wrapped in a snake. Uh, take it for what it's worth, but for like $300, you get a giant his tank. Uh, again, it's one of those things like, where uh, where do I have the room? If you're yeah, a G.I. Joe collector, to put this gigantic-ass vehicle. Um, it, it's just too much. And by their logic, if you're going to scale 
somebody did the math and I thought it was hilarious. Um, if you wanted the Terror Dome, it'd be the size of a hot tub and it would be like eight thousand uh, dollars. <laughs> just for like the law of scales of it. Uh, Listen, but, 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 any any true GI Joe fan knows that you take the Hiss tank and you display it on top of your USS flag. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Hiss tank that the the wheels were gone on. That was my Hiss tank snowmobile because it would slide around in the snow. Because uh, I was just a poor kid and I had a good imagination. Uh, NECA is making L- Munsters little big head toys for whatever reason. They're not bobbleheads. They're just little big heads kind of paying homage to like the sideshow little big heads. And Sherry Moon Zombie looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> she really does. I can't unsee it. It's really weird. And she's still my sore point is that like, why did Rob Zombie have to cast her? Everything else I'm on board with, but it's like, I am going to be very critical of that in the movie. Uh, people are finally getting their loot crates uh, from NECA with their Ninja Turtle stuff. The figures are fine, but the extras suck, apparently. Uh, you get like a cheap t-shirt and a fanny pack and a figure for like 60 bucks. I, won't and people are like, I, I want the fanny pack. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really odd, and they're shipping out of order, and it's just really bizarre. Uh, and to close things up, let me tell you about the last exclusive from San Diego Comic-Con for Super 7 is Glow in the Dark Reaction Godzilla in ultimate size. So he's like seven to eight inches. He comes in standard and Glow in the Dark. Mike, which one are you going to get? I'm going to get the standard one just because it's like it's such a perfect update of the, the Shogun that me and my brother had as a kid. So it's like, yeah, I I need that figure. Yeah, he's got the fire tongue, the missile launching fist. The only thing that I'm not sure about are the wheels on his feet. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, glow in the dark, Toho Godzilla stuff. You get Godzilla 64, I believe. Let me look at that. Godzilla 54, Mecha Godzilla, and Jet Jaguar in awesome black and white carding, and they're glow in the dark. And nice. it's like, God damn it, Super 7, will you fucking stop? <laughs> I want everything you're putting out this year, and I don't want to have to pick and choose because I think they're all super cool looking. And they have really awesome Japanese card backs that just look badass. So that's it. That's like two and a half weeks worth of news. Just dumped on you. Guys, I got more 1-900 numbers. Guess who kind of pays the bills when they're not the leader of a pride parade? Hmm. Doing a sex hotline. I'm confused. It's Grizzlor. Oh, God. That's right. <laughs> Grizzlor does secretly, if you call 1-900-FOXY-MAMA, I think it's like seven or eight to speak to Grizzlor and you can catch him or her. He'll be whoever you want. He's very fluid. Nobody knows what's under that hair and he likes it that way. Uh, <laughs> give him a call. It's only like 1095 a minute, 1195 each additional minute. You'll have a good time. If you're a lonely man that lives at home, call a sex hotline. You know, it'll make you feel good about yourself. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't think I got anybody. hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's never not funny oh god i want to find that clip somewhere i have searched for 
hours online. I can never find it because I know it had to be a local commercial. If you are listening to this podcast and you know the commercial we're talking about and you can find it, for the love of God, send it to us. Oh, please. I've been looking for years. <laughs> oh, and uh, every time I got hit by a bus, I would lose my shit. Yeah. I thought of when we talked about it on the show, the uh, pick up the phone. <laughs> and it's like 1-800-SEDUCTION or, or, or something just stupid. Did I that... ever tell the story about that with my old boss at Media Play? Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> it, it's it's never not funny. Um, <laughs> and my biggest regret in life is I've never called the sex hotline. I'm never going to. But um, <laughs> it's just one of those things I like to say that I did. Like, I've been to a strip club, but I've never called a sex outline. <laughs> so uh, sit back, give Grizzler a listen, and we'll be right back. Western New York's sexiest ladies want to tell you about their day. That's right. Dial 1-900-FOXY-MAMA to speak to single ladies near you. That's 1-900-FOXY-MAMA. 1-900-FOXY-MAMA to speak to a hot woman near you today. You won't be disappointed. Dial 1-900-FOXY-MAMA to speak to sexy single ladies like Grizzlor. Give her a call today. Oh, hi. What am I wearing? Does pork rinds count as clothing? <laughs> Dell Ford to speak to me today. Okay, guys. Josh. East. Josh. Josh. East. So I had in the notes that we were going to discuss what could we do next for Dumpster Fire Theater, but I'm going to scratch that because it's its own animal. And let's keep this about kind of creepy head so i want to give you guys a test run a little quick conversation before we kind of wrap the show up this is an example of what we would have a show about on our off weeks that would be like in theory this is like a 45 minute show Uh, you know us we could talk (laughs) for five hours right i completed my master my pocket collection it's done i've got all my guys I paid my friend Henry to come over and dig through all my boxes and dig out my other monster in my pockets that are different colors. So I have three glass display cases mounted to my walls with series one through four of the monster in my pocket figures. They That's ran out of awesome. I know I've, I'm so proud of it. I look at it all the time. <laughs> just like, ah, oh. they ran out of steam and they're like, you know, we don't have monsters left to make. So we're going to make aliens and we're going to make bugs and we're going to make wrestlers. They never came out over here because it was a stupid idea, but they were really popular in like Brazil and England and places like that. So I got to thinking, could we bring it back? But with um, cryptozoology. Oh. Just spitballing. Can we think of like. See now. Now this is this is interesting because I don't know if you know this. But when. We originally came up with the idea of doing the Thing minifigure series. Mm-hmm. 
the idea was to do it more in a monsters in my pocket style. And I believe we even uh, tossed around the idea of calling it thing in my pocket. Yep. Huh. And eventually I think what swayed us away from it was stumbling, stumbling onto the awesome, uh, Sam Heimer, HH toys, uh, mythos in my pocket and not wanting to sort of step on those same toes and, and tread the same waters that someone was doing at the exact same time. Uh, which is extra funny because not long after that, Sam Heimer got hit with the C and D for using the M I M P style lettering. Yeah. They're for license. Nobody cares about Tycho is very litigious. You know, they just have that guy in the office. that's just waiting for somebody to do something that they own. Um, and I didn't bring this up because you accidentally mentioned this to me and I've been keeping it in the back of my head to plant seeds to see if you would do it. Cause I would never do that. That's not <laughs> me. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say crypto in my pocket or anything crazy like that. This is just fun. But you could do what you, a, chuka, a chupacabra. Right? Mm-hmm. Mothman. The Florida skunk ape. See, I, I would want it to go a step further and be Moth Monster Man. So I could picture it with H. John Benjamin's voice. Yeah. <laughs> man Bear Pig. <laughs> oh god i would love to do a man bear pig um just as a fan of cryptozoology you could have nest there's already a Loch Ness monster but you could do champ yeah you could do a mongolian death worm you guys ever heard of the mongolian death worm oh yeah uh yahweh oh uh, josh do you anything about cryptozoology little bits not as much as i should though um my wife is obsessed with it. There is great stories about a brontosaurus-type creature in Africa that oh, eats Jer- people. Jersey Devil. The Jer- he has a monster in my pocket already. Well, so does Bigfoot. Well, we can do a more official one. You can. Um, I mean, like there's Springheeled Jack, who is also like a a local. Uh, it's more of like a legend. Yeah. Um, there's no, like, they were they were a very real ska band. Thank you very much. <laughs> There's stuff like <laughs> the, the Loveland Frog, the, the yeah. big frog man. Um, all kinds of aliens. Yeah. Um, Ogopogo. Yeah, Ogopogo. Um, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly is a saint. You leave her out of this. I mean, you could, I mean if you're going local legend. You could do Cropsy. Yeah. Um, but it's a fun thing. Uh, people have in the past, like, I've got 3D files. I'm going to make my own monster in my pocket. I'm a 3D printer. But it's like. Oh, wait. Wait. I'm going to make the re- most ridiculous suggestion for, for an actual, like, minifigure possible in the alien segment of it. Yeah. A crop circle. A minifigure of a crop circle. <laughs> Why not? Just like a minifigure of a cornfield with like the circle carved into it. I can just picture like a coaster. Right. <laughs> like, That's kind of what I was thinking. Your grandma's wicker a, coasters. A resin coaster. <laughs> oh, now. 
now that see now i'm now i'm hatching an idea that's kind of interesting you could do skinwalkers see i was thinking i could do a set of coasters that are either heat or cold reactive that look like a cornfield until you put a mug on it and the crop circle forms under it that would actually be kind of fun that actually yeah who wouldn't want crop circle coasters you could just turn over a new leaf professionally and be the you know the coaster guy. That product that nobody knew they wanted until you made it, and they're like, "Man, Jess's 2023 coaster collection's out. Holy shit! Have you been to the boutique?" Uh, just wait until you see the dinnerware. Oh, oh my god, a mutilated cow. Because who would buy that? <laughs> A butter lamb dish that includes a guillotine. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's, I think, like, we could do this for, like, a half an hour, shoot the shit, throw that out there, maybe plant seeds in Josh's head, or just pick his brain because he's got that brain for it, where you could say, like, you know, you could use the engineering for this, for that. Right. Because you have Thunder Punch with this guy, it would make sense with this guy. You know, it's like you're making Supreme Court action figures. Of course, Ruth Gator, you know, Ginsburg would have the punting kick action, whatever. Um, I think that would be a fun, like, we can just sit down, let our, mas- our imaginations run wild for a few minutes, and then just call it quits. See, strictly yeah. for the fact that her big power was, like, you know, her voice and getting things done, I'd all, almost want to give her a tongue lasher feature. Yeah. <laughs> Give her like Snake Mountain's play feature. <laughs> Where well, God, there's no way to do it without like I'm I'm being funny, but I feel like it's a disservice to RGH or RGB, whatever her name the the initials are. I'd be like, oh talk into her dress and she speaks up loudly. It's kind of offensive. Um see I was I was just thinking like She'd come with a podium and you'd you like you'd talk into the podium and your voice would project from her. That okay, that's more appropriate. I'm picturing like that's she's off limits. Don't make jokes about her or your feminist friends are gonna kneecap you. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna walk outside and like Dawn is gonna hit me in the knees with a pipe. And I mean that's like, a you that's a risk you, that's a risk you take anyway, but Yeah, I mean if you she's if always you know, just hiding. If you know Dawn, you're risking her sneaking up on you with a pipe. Yes. Right. So, Uh, totally off topic for a second, going back to the cryptozoology thing, I I just happened to look up pictures of the skunk ape just because I'm like, you know, I never saw if anyone captured photos. They did. (laughs) But it's fucking weird. It's hilarious because the actual quote unquote photo it looks like maybe just a naked fat Floridian walking through high grass. And it's like all I can picture is some old dude got high on meth, lost his clothes, and wandered through a field. Are you looking at the one where it looks like it's an orangutan and no, there's that, leaves in front of its face? No, no, that one I think is fake. All right, no, no, hold on a second. Here, I'm, I'm going to find it. <laughs> this is funny. I'm pretty sure I've seen the one you're talking about. And my my counter here is, I mean, how do we know it isn't just like the surname of some like idiot Floridian? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Here, I'm sending you guys the picture I found. 
Oh, just, yeah, that over there, uh, that's, that's Jim Bob Skunky. Like, tell me that doesn't look like just some dude got really high, got naked, and just started running around the field. All right, hold on a second. Yeah, this is exactly the one I was thinking of. Guys, that's me after a night of uh, Count Chocula. That's the breakfast the werewolf. That's the breakfast werewolf. <laughs> Covered in cereal. <laughs> Yeah, let me send you the picture. The this is a very, very famous Bigfoot picture. Um, I don't talk about cryptozoology in here because I feel like that's a a nerdy thing a little too far. But my buddy Art and me will have like deep discussions about Bigfoot being like an interdimensional traveler, <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, hopefully, this saved in a file format that I could send. I have way too many never too young to die pictures on my computer. There it is. Skunk ape. Hopefully that is not Ragnar. <laughs> have you seen that picture? Yeah, that's the one I was like, I thought it was either faked uh, or, or like an actual monkey in a zoo. Uh, the story that it goes with it is there's a woman in Florida that would leave like fruit out. Like she lived in the Everglades and this thing would come out and eat it. Mm. And apparently it smells like shit and you can smell it for like miles away. Uh, so apparently that's a skunk ape. People have claimed that debunked it. I haven't looked too far into it. Uh, I kind of like to think that these things are out there. I don't want that like ruined for me. Like, I don't want to find out that every single Bigfoot sighting is just a group of guys that have been playing a joke on us for 300 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that actually would be a really fun comic book. To have like a group of people that run around and fake cryptid photos, and it's like their sacred oath to like keep mankind questioning if they actually exist. Yeah, like they're just to fuck with you, society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that would be fun. <laughs> come on, you know, like, damn it, there's no magic in the world. It's just you, dickheads. They have to draw straws to see who's going to drink the blood of the goat that night. I don't know why, but I'm picturing it as just like, you know, a slightly less fucked up version of the Super Adventurers Club. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) God damn it. Just just by being a dickhead and making that up, it's probably what it is. (laughs) Oh, no, we've spoken into reality. (laughs) Oh, God. Damn it. Because I'm totally picturing like. All right, Jim Bob, it's your time to go into the woods, walk around. Yeah, like every week somebody pulls the short straw. <laughs> Look, maybe you'll get filmed. Maybe you won't. Don't take the suit off. The locals are daring to question their government again. Quick, Bigfoot photo release. Damn it. <laughs> uh, great. There's probably no uh, Loch Ness monster. It's just these guys in a fucking scuba suit. Lame. Well, no. Now, did you watch Gravity Falls? It could clearly be a giant, complicated robot. It could be that, too. Um, I mean, have you ever seen the, uh, God, what is it? I think it's an Australian movie called The Quest. Yeah, it turns out to be a giant steam shovel. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, it was just like an excavation site that was abandoned and then got flooded. Mm-hmm. I love that movie as a kid, and I have not watched it in... 25 30 years probably 30 at least uh i should look into that so i just opened up a link accidentally so we were sending each other pictures over facebook messenger and it popped up knucklehead toys you guys ever heard of them 
it sounds familiar but yeah so they have four licensed properties that they work with are you guys ready they have twisted of insane clown posse fame and they have action figures they sort of look like loyal subjects uh blind box vinyl oh yeah i've seen these and the rest of their figures they have another one in that style that's art the clown from terrifier yep uh, and the rest are called half pints, and they're like those rubber keychains that you get that are blind bagged. Uh, they're either all insane clown plastic guys, Cheech and Chong, or Guar. But it's new Guar, not old Guar. So take it for what it's worth. They I've, have, seen, I've seen this art the clown on Instagram. Yeah. They have Jismac the Gusher. Beefcake and Bolothar for these um, little foam rubber guys. You know, I love Guar, but I'm fine. I want old school Guar so I can make them sing fucking an animal. Yeah. I need (laughs) Balsack the Mighty. I need Odorous with the Cuttlefish Cthulhu. Um, Yeah. So, guys, big secrets out. We said her name twice already. We got to say it a third time to see if she appears. But guess who works for one nine hundred Foxy Mama? Oh no, that's right, Dawn. You can call Dawn, and she'll tell you about her day. You may regret it. If you dial one nine hundred Foxy Mama, press. I think it's like four. It's there's like an automated menu. It's like hello there. You called one nine hundred Foxy Mama. If you'd like to speak to Dawn, press. Blah, 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 blah. And you'll call her and she'll just, you don't know what's going to happen. It's a grab bag. She'll threaten if to hit you with a pipe. If you're alone, pick up the phone. But don't call Dawn. You fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> pick up the phone. No, don't, don't fucking do that. <laughs> so uh, she's on there. You know, Dawn likes to hustle. She likes to make money any way she can. So if she's home not doing anything, you never know what will happen. Give her a call. When I think of Dawn, I don't think of sultry conversation, but you never know. Western New York's sexiest ladies want to tell you about their day. That's right. Dial 1-900-FOXY-MAMA to speak to single ladies near you. That's 1-900-FOXY-MAMA. 1-900-FOXY-MAMA. To speak to a hot woman near you today, you won't be disappointed. Dial 1-900-FOXY-MAMA to speak to sexy single ladies like Dawn. Actually, don't call Dawn. She hates it when people call her, especially when she's watching the Oscar Isaac parts of Dune. But if you're feeling brave, stupid, or you want to have death by Dawn, go right ahead. Dial 3 to speak to one of our top earners, Dawn, and she's going to give you a piece of her mind. That's 1-900-FOXY-MAMA, and speak to angry cat ladies like Dawn today. Who the fuck gave you my number? Why are you fucking calling me? No, no, what time is it? You know what? It doesn't matter what time it is, because my fucking number is unlisted and you should never be fucking calling it. Good fucking lord god damn it get off my fucking line 
Guys, are you ready for the Hall of Fame? Oh, absolutely. I believe I am. We had a two-way tie last week for the greatest of all time. Skeletor and Muckman, neck and neck, both had 33% of the vote. God damn. Congratulations. Those two were the best of the best. Uh, Mutagen Man and the child-eating Cabbage Patch style didn't quite make it. But... I mean, to be fair, Skeletor and Muckman are two of the greatest 80s action figures. Yeah. I I can't think of two better toys. Not that there's anything that gets special from this, but it's like, damn, of course they won. Yeah. Right. Are you guys ready? Uh, I don't know who picked these originally, so Josh, would you like to go first? Uh, I, I picked Mutagen Man, so... Uh, okay, Mike. Um, well, I am actually going to go with another Ninja Turtles thing. I've been on a Ninja Turtles kick lately. Yeah. Uh, I've been rewatching the films with my son. And, um, I'm going to go with one of my very first vehicles from the line, the Knucklehead. I love that vehicle. It's a giant robotic spider. It's so fun. It's in the video game. The new video oh, game. I love, I love when it pops up. I was like, holy <laughs> crap. I know. I got so excited when I saw that. Um, and the foot soldiers fit on it perfectly. Yep. It's a great, crazy ass clown hands and everything. It's nuts. Uh, I guess I think I picked Skeletor. So I am going to nominate something I always nominate. And then we have a theme and I don't nominate it. And that is Dwork the Boglin. My first Boglin. We have not had a Boglin yet. Uh, so I wanted to get him on there. He's the one I think that people think of the most when um, they think of Boglins. Yeah. So um, also Boglins kind of have like a love-hate relationship with a lot of people. People are like freaked out by him or they have like <laughs> memories where they're pissed off because the figure, you know, the rubber fell apart. Yeah. So Josh, you got something to beat him? Uh, I I just might. I just might. Uh, get ready to curse me out. Uh, I am going to choose Exo Squad. Damn it. Phaeton, or however you pronounce his name, the main villain from like the first wave. That is a good one. That's a really good one. You know, and I. There you go, Josh. Sorry. One of my favorite things about most of that entire line was that weird little chips that you could fit into the back of each of the exo units. Yep. Yep. And that way you could pop them out and power, quote unquote, oh, you can't power it up, the chip's gone. I uh, bought some at a garage sale last year and flipped them, and I made a ton of money because they all had their chips. Yeah. Which is something that, like, got lost all the time. So I have been waiting my whole life to have a reason to confess this to somebody like to have an excuse. And I finally fucking have it because exosquad related my whole life. I have been grabbing things and using my pinky as a thumb, like door handles, bottles where like you should keep your pinky the right way that it bends. I'll wrap it around the other way and hold things that way because the Martians in exosquad did it. They did have those weird hands. I have been doing this for 30 fucking years, 
like a goddamn crazy person. <laughs> I can't open doors, hold railings. I'm always like doing it, and I don't know why. Like I'm hoping somebody's gonna pop up and be like Exo Squad. Like <laughs> it took fucking thirty years; it never happened. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fantastic! So yeah, man, it's so good to get that monkey off my chest. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Those little those little chips that wasn't like an advertised feature, was it? No, no. It was part of it. Because I just remember like when because I got I got the two bad guys. Those were like the very first two Exo Squad toys I had. Um, the weird like purple like bug looking one that looked like it was uh, made for running, and yep. then the one the the was it Phaeton you just said? Yeah, yeah, he's the one yeah. with claws. The claws, yeah. I had the two of them, and I thought they were really fun toys. And then while I was playing with them, I noticed the little chip on the back, and I'm like, "What is this?" And of course, you know, immediately it's like, "Oh, that's how you power it down." <laughs> it was, you know, became a part of the the play pattern immediately. But I don't remember that being like on the package or anything because it took me a few days to notice it. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I don't, I don't remember immediately noticing it either. The uh, tab that would plug into their neck too. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Was a pain in the fucking ass to do because you had to like reach around that tiny back space and plug it into the guy's neck mm-hmm. and get them to snap in because it wouldn't stretch that far and it would always break. Um, I had, yeah, I had Phaeton because it looked the most like the power loader. Yep. Bought it hoping that my G.I. Joe's would fit in it. And they really didn't. Um, yeah. And I bought a second one to take the waist clip out, but the guys were just like quarter of an inch too tall and they wouldn't fit inside. Man, I freaking loved that line. Me too. That was a fun line. I had a bunch of them. Well, I had, I only had a handful of the mechs, but I had a bunch of the, uh, the figure packs where they came with like the little jet packs and how, Oh yeah. And stuff. I had, yeah, a, bunch I had a bunch of those too. I remember looking at them a lot at KB toys and never buying them. And thinking that a lot of their stuff was like reused Macross molds and stuff. Cause they had like crazy vehicles mm. and shit that was like thrown in there that looked like it was from another toy line, but I have no idea. I like, used a lot of GI Joe vehicles for, for the single pack figures. Yeah. Like I remember the parasite, the GI or the Cobra parasite, that orange and purple vehicle that was like a troop transport. I used that a lot as like the transport vehicle for them. That man, I wonder if that's on Tubi. Exosquad, probably. I mean, and it was it was a cool cartoon. I I remember I I didn't watch all of it, but I remember watching it on Sunday mornings every once in a while and really liking it. Yeah, yeah it was that like really that. was a fun one. It was that time period where I was kind of getting out of cartoons. Yeah, same. But it was a really good cartoon. Damn, Exo Squad. Well, hey. Welcome back, guys. This is a toy-heavy episode. I think we needed that. We haven't talked toys proper for a long time, so... Absolutely. Cool. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, Hopefully, we'll find our vulgarity again and kind of bring that back into the show instead of keeping this very pg-13 for some fucking reason um, <laughs> fuck 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 oh, fuck fuck there we fuck, go. fuck 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 swear jar um i cannot wait to see king bowser get his fucking dick sucked by one of the goombas i hear they give amazing head plus when he's done 
he can eat it and hallucinate that cock-smoking bastard. <laughs> so, guys, Josh just gave me an idea. Our joke for next week is going to be Warner Herzog saying the most insanely vulgar shit we can think of. <laughs> I'm just thinking you just created a level of Rule 34 on the internet. Like, now there's going to be porn about Bowser fucking Goombas and eating them and then tripping balls. They're I at can't the wait. Precise exact height to perfectly goggle his dragon balls. <laughs> gargle his dragon balls is a phrase I did not know I needed in my life. Welcome back, Josh. <laughs> it's good to have you back. <laughs> Side note, have have you guys caught up on the boys? Yes. Yeah. I cannot unhear Soldier Boy saying, gargle my balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> that cracked me up so friggin' much. Like, I've been saying it at random, gargle my balls, and it makes me laugh every time. I want a fucking Soldier Boy spinoff show. Oh, uh, in the see, worst way. Now I'm extra disappointed that, the, uh, that NECA didn't wait to do Black Noir because I would have loved him with a bunch of little cartoon sidekicks. Right? Oh, oh you're not going to throw, so like... NECA will re-release that fucker. Oh, that's true. With like an unmasked, <laughs> caved-in skull head with cartoon people, and they'll charge you another 50 bucks. Side note, uh, did you guys hear the what uh, Kripke said about uh, the next season? I did not. Huh? Uh, he was talking about how uh, he can't wait till uh, the public meets Black Noir again, because as far as oh. the public sees... yeah. It's just a guy in a mask, but behind the scenes, uh, they have really interesting plans to replace Black Noir. Oh, okay. So we might still get our comic ending. Um, gotcha. I just don't know where it's going, and I love it. So keep it going, boys. I'm excited for Boys Varsity. I yes. hope that's just as fucked up and great. And I love the Boys cartoon as well. So yeah. Um, gimme, gimme, gimme more, more, more. All right, guys, this is Mike saying play with your toys. We'll be back next week. See you. Gargle balls. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.